0: Welcome everyone to the Females in Motorsport podcast. As a host of the show, I've had the opportunity to interview some incredible women in the sport and today's guest is no different. Lindsay Brewer is a driver in the USF Pro 2000 Championship with Exclusive Autosport this past year, less formally known as the third step to IndyCar and predecessor to Indy NXT. Welcome Lindsay to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you doing this off season? I'm doing well. I've been busy training, uh, you know, in the simulator, in the gym, um, just enjoying some downtime with my family and friends and reflecting on this past year. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been great.
0: That's amazing. I know I can only imagine that off-season is a finally a time for you to decompress a little bit.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. I mean, you're so busy throughout the year traveling that, um, yeah, you love racing, but sometimes it's nice to get a, a little breath of fresh air and and little bit of a breather to see your family and, and friends and everything like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to talk about this past year, and I think we we're already chatting about it. And, you know, you're the only female driver in the USF Pro 2000. How does that make you feel, you know, in, in a positive way? But also, do you? does it ever make you feel responsible
1: to other young girls who look up to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of like a mixed of emotions for me, like on one end, I'm, I wish I, I, it makes me feel responsible and I'm very happy and grateful to be given the opportunity to race in that series. And it's my favorite thing when, you know, young girls come up to me and they're like, I think that's so great. And they give me a hug and that's what makes everything all worth it for me. Like, that's my favorite thing about it. But then on the other end, I'm like, why are there not more women in the sport? Like I, I, you know, I want, I wish there were other women I could race against. And, you know, sometimes, The guys give you dirty looks or they they're judgmental of you and um, make certain comments in the paddock. And, you know, sometimes I feel like if I'm not top five or super quick, then it's like, oh, I'm proving them right. Like, it's just a constant mental struggle sometimes. But the the great outweighs the bad, you know, like I love inspiring women and it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can imagine that sometimes it feels like we have to prove that we yes. deserve to deserve to be it. like you can't just be like last in the race because it won't just be like you've come last or you're last because you're a woman.
1: Yes, exactly. I, I sometimes I struggle. You know, a lot of people tell me, you know, don't listen to your to them or like don't be hard on yourself. Like you're in a series that's so highly competitive. Like you need your. It's an achievement just to be there, but then, you know, I get in my head and I'm like, okay, you know, if I don't get a top 10, if I'm not, like, in the points, it's it's just sometimes I'm, I, I'm hard on myself and I'm my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I'm talented. I know I'm quick. I just know I don't have nearly a fraction of the experience that these guys do here in this series. You know, I started my open wheel journey just 2022 was my first year racing open wheel and I only did a half se- season and then 2023 this year was my first full season so I just don't have nearly nearly the amount of experience and I have to keep telling myself that and yeah I, I, I can I guess start in a bit in my background like I started go-karting when I was 11 but like I just don't have the, I took like years off for college and I mm-hmm. didn't have the funding so um I have to just keep telling myself you know you have the talent you have the determination and you just got to keep pushing you know yeah
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of sucks that like as women we <laughs> have that additional pressure and additional stress. to just yeah. that we you know we can just exist here. We can just exist in this world like the guys do. Uh but, you know, I feel like it just comes with the territory, unfortunately. Something yeah. that I, I personally love about you and your, you know, your career is that you've also kind of taken your personal interests, like, you know, interest in traveling, fashion, personal style, all of that stuff with you. And I'm curious to know, did that come organically? Or did you feel like you needed that as a key part of your success?
1: Oh, no, I feel like it's very organic. Like I'm someone that's super bubbly, super social. And it's interesting, like a lot of people have come across, like, there's just so you know racing 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 like their whole life is racing and I think that's amazing like of course like I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can to reach success in racing but at the same time like my happiness and my well-being like I need other things in life like I need my my friends and family and and travel like in order to I will do better if I have a good mindset Mm -hmm. and I'm able to kind of like balance my life a little bit and again like I've really shifted even from 2021 when I was racing touring cars and I really transitioned um, from more lifestyle content and like, everything like that too. Now I'm super, super all in racing. Um, sometimes I, again, in the off season, like to have fun and travel and, but, um, I'm in the gym, you know, four or five days a week, like, because these in the, you know, I guess USF Pro 2000, they renamed it it used to be Indy Pro 2000. Um, these cars are so physical and, you know, it's unfortunate. There's a reason I feel like there's not as many women because it's a bit taunting how physical these cars are. And I, I kind of wish they added a bit of power steering, to be honest. But, um, yeah. yeah, you really have to train hard and and be in the gym a lot, especially. I feel like I'm a small, small woman, as a lot of women mm-hmm. in racing are. Like, people are pretty small. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I've really stepped up my my game and like my focus into racing but I still enjoy having a bit of lifestyle content and just enjoying my life like it's it's not intentional I just I like to show my followers and fans like a different side of me other than just racing cuz I think a lot of people do have other interests but they're just their pages are just solely focused on racing and I like to give a glimpse in to my followers into my life outside yeah. of it too yeah yeah
0: quick thing on power steering i could literally never do what you do absolutely <laughs> nah. not i have arms like twigs like absolutely i also don't have any upper body strength i could literally never and i didn't know that that is the biggest difference between like indy car well not the biggest difference probably but like on indy cars indy car cars and like formula cars is like the power steering which i find very interesting
1: yeah, so the lower divisions of Formula One, like F3, or F2, F3, F4, um, don't have power steering either, and neither do like Indy Next, uh, USF Pro 2000, mm-hmm. USF 2000, and Juniors. They don't have like power steering, but F1 does have power steering and IndyCar doesn't, and that's because F1 is too fast literally <laughs> to not have power steering like and yeah. and honestly Car is getting to that point they're adding even more weight to the mm-hmm. car and it's and a lot of the Car drivers are complaining that it's too heavy for them so it's very daunting for me you know when Car is like my primary goal i'm like okay if these full-grown men are are on the limit and they're they're struggling so much themselves i wonder like i'm in the gym so much training but like strong women like tatiana calderon like she struggled so much physically in IndyCar and like Mm -hmm. it just it sucks because it's like such a disadvantage that your talent it's it's just hard it's such a disadvantage but like again like I'm gonna just keep training and pushing through with it But I just wish they added a little bit of power steering to IndyCar it doesn't have to be anything crazy just
0: (laughs) No, someday. I can totally imagine. I mean, Tatiana, <laughs> ha, like, is strong. Like, she is yes, absolutely... Like,
1: that's the thing, treat. like, I'm a small... You can't... I'm wearing a sweatsuit, but I'm pretty small. Like, I train <laughs> yeah. as hard as I can, but I don't... I'm just not... I'm more... I feel like built like Danica was, like, really, mm-hmm. like, shorter and, like, just a smaller girl. Not that... You know, but, the, like, Tatiana and, like, Pippa Man and um, Simona De Silvestro, they're, they're a bit bigger and, like, stronger, and I, I, I'm going to try my absolute best, but, like, I just don't know if I could ever get that strong so that's just again like it's it's a bit daunting but I'm gonna do everything I can yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I think mean, we're all built differently even as women I mean I find it very fascinating that most series aren't even made for like any type of woman basically like even the feet, like, you, like for example like our hips are bigger like all that kind of stuff is not even taken into account so I feel like we're <laughs> very far away from even thinking about power steering unfortunately I know um, yeah But I want to go back to what you were talking about, you know, just showing your content on socials, because I I love that you do that. And I've also noticed that other drivers do that as well. Some of them like, like Bianca does that, Bianca Bustamante, Tony Breidinger. So I find it really interesting to see that, you know, obviously you guys are doing a great job. And because of that, you know, you have some amazing sponsors as well.
1: Yes, I think it's super important to be able to show that side of you because Uh, as a fan you want to just you want to see their racing but you also want to see into their lives and I think that's allowed Bianca, Tony and me to like kind of grow a bit of our following because it it, it really I think is attractive to the fan and the audience to want to see that and it helps obviously get sponsors and and I'm so grateful for that but like at the end of the day I just wanted to show people like my life and do fun videos and stuff like that but yeah I've been very fortunate where um I've been able to use my following to get sponsorships and yeah I think and by the way those two girls are amazing I love both of them like Bianca's so sweet like I've met her a couple times and Tony we grew up go-karting together and um since we were kids and I've known her since I was like 11 or 12 yeah
0: (laughs) I love that I love that everybody has such a nice community feeling in racing. I've had I've been lucky enough to have both of them on the podcast before Bianca Right before F1 Academy started, and Tony actually like two weeks ago. Oh my um, gosh! So it was just—it was incredible to speak to them. They even spoke about you, and oh, I love that you all kind of have this similar like camaraderie almost. Um, which I think—I mean, I don't know. I haven't really interviewed any male drivers, so I don't know if it exists or not. But I just <laughs> like, I don't to want to do that. No, <laughs> but I just love to see it. You know i just feel like it was the year of girlhood you know i just really feel yeah that and i can feel it uh when we're talking about other female drivers too
1: exactly like there's just a really nice community i think just because like you know this yourself like there's just sometimes a lot of hate against women in racing from yeah. you know sexist men and there's sometimes just you just got to stick together so, so i have met a couple women who aren't the most friendly to me or don't agree mm-hmm. with how i've gotten my sponsorship you know i um used to post swimwear photos, like, at the beach with my friends and just, like, enjoying life, and I used to post some things that, um, some other women in racing who were a bit higher up, they were a bit older, um, actually came to me and told me they didn't appreciate what I was posting because it, it, women have tried so hard to get into racing, and what I'm doing, um, looks bad on all of them, and it it was just disappointing to me because I think as a feminist, you should allow women to post what they want and be free. And their like femininity. And like, you know, if I want to wear a bikini, like, let me do it. Because I feel like as a feminist, you should embrace all sides of it, not just be put into a box yes. where you need to look a certain way, act a certain way, be super serious. Like, I think that's, that was disappointing to hear. Um, cause you should support all women, whatever, you know, whatever they look like or, or do, or, you know, obviously to a certain extent where you're inspiring young girls but of course yeah. like yeah i think i think it's great cuz for the most part it's been a really really great strong community of of women around me so that's a very that's been like a one off like
0: absolutely preaching what you're saying because i think this is so true that women always get boxed like you said in different compartments or so like she's like she's more girly she's more like this she's more like that and like oftentimes those become super negative and you don't feel like you know you can embrace your full personality and i think a lot of yeah. motorsport drivers even complain about you know we you know we're not sure if we can show like a feminine side i'm just like and you know they get hit for it and am because you know you expect um, motorsport drivers to be very masculine and like you said like some even like some older female drivers like Danica Patrick have made that comment I mean, yeah. you know, I, feel, I feel like it only negatively impacts younger drivers because you can yeah. be both feminine and a racing driver Those are not like exclusive
1: I don't have to be both like I can be feminine have my fake nails I mean I look <laughs> not the best today I can I have my extensions like I can you know have a tan but yet I can still be a badass driver you know like it's like it doesn't have to be one or the other. And I, the, for the women who are more, you know, tomboy and, and a bit more, you know, masculine, I guess, and just enjoy like being more natural. Like I totally am about that too. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have to wear makeup just cause you're a girl at the track. Like it should be whatever you want. And I think like, that's the beauty of the industry. Like, I don't know. Most women are really supportive and I appreciate that. But like, sometimes like I just wish everyone was super like the men, not just the women, the men, themselves like appreciate that more too because some guys will be like why are you wearing makeup at the track and I'm like if I look good then I feel good and I'll perform better so you know
0: (laughs) yeah no I totally feel that it all comes down to like even confidence and I was talking yes like how how you you feel feel. yeah and I was talking to a presenter about this the other day and I was asking her because even she's very similar she's like of course if presenting it's a different thing you need to look good for the camera but she was like even on my off days I prefer to put on makeup and like dress up because I just feel confident I just feel like you know I'm ready for the day. I can achieve what I want today.
1: Yes, I'll do, I'll I'll have a better work day and I'll I'll do more emails and I'll like, I'll feel better if I, if I look good.
0: So I know that this is your second year in the USF Pro 2000. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about how the series and maybe even teams actively prepare young drivers, you know, for the next step?
1: Um, The cool thing about like the USF Pro 2000 series is that there's, there's, there's different series below it. There's USF 2000 and USF Juniors below it, and each team usually has one car in each at least. You know, like my year, at Exclusive Autosport, we had like three to four um, USF Pro 2000 cars. They had like four USF 2000 cars and some junior cars as well. So I feel like, especially with you with Exclusive Autosport, like Michael did such a great job with like preparing me for before i even did my first race in 2022 like we did a lot of private testing and Mm. he was able to really like make sure i was ready to do that because it was such a big step from um touring cars up to open wheel and so like i think a lot of the teams really develop their drivers from a young age especially like some of the guys in juniors i think are like 14 i think bianca did the junior series when she was preparing for the academy and so like you can be like a really young age and and prepare yourself and move your way up the ladder so you don't get thrown in kind of I guess I kind of threw myself into the deep end of it but like I I'm 26 so like I, I wasn't able to do you know mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to make that step up at my age I guess but I'm not that doesn't mean I'm old I just think I thought like some of the people in juniors are like 14 you know so it's kind of like
0: yeah yeah I think driving is one of those things where you start very very young there's very few yeah. drivers who started off you know late which to me is like you know late is like 16 or 17 which to me i've I've never i can't even drive a normal car (laughs) i mean i can but like i really shouldn't Um, So i feel like to me like it's it was so new to me but i i think that that checks out with like most drivers they usually start like maybe they're in their seven or eight um and then it's hard like i know for you you took a few years off to do college and all of that which i'm sure coming back to the sport was like a bit of like rewiring your brain yeah
1: oh yeah for sure so I started go-karting when I was 11 did shifter karts um until I was 17 and then I tested in USF 2000 because I was going to race when I was 17 in open wheel cars and then that sponsorship fell through so I was Mm -hmm. able to do legend cars in 2015-2016 season it was like in the winter and I was able to win the championship in that which was super great I'm like okay like this is going super well and then that sponsor fell through, like they lost the company. And so it, it just happens, you know, that's how racing is. I think it's it's so money dependent that like, it's unfortunate that my family wasn't able to financially support me after go-karting. And they, they love the fact I raced, they just weren't able to do it. So they kind of told me I needed to go to college. And so I went to San Diego State and got my business degree and graduated in 2019, which was so much fun. Again, I was able to build such a good friend group, met my boyfriend there. And I felt like I was able to build a bit of a lifestyle following there. And then I kind of could, once I graduated, I could kind of use that to get some racing sponsorship. And I kind of knew that whole time, like people would ask why I'm trying to grow my following in college. And I kind of knew that it would help me get back into racing at some point. And there was a piece of me Mm -hmm. that really doubted. I was like, will I ever race again? Like it was like, I loved my life, but there was a I just felt like I didn't have a purpose even though I was going to school and doing business which I love I just felt like I, I my life lacked purpose and I just knew I'd race again mm. and and it would it would come come around and come through so yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that's really smart of you to have that foresight to be like I want to you know increase my following and just show my lifestyle a little bit because, like you said if motorsport is very more financially driven because you just can't race without the funding and b i think we all know that funding unfortunately impacts women the most so i think that was just, no it was just, it's just the name of the game and i think that's really smart that you did that and i kind of like you know I, I see what you mean like i think in college we all kind of go through that phase of like you know what what are we you know why are we on the planet kind of thing? Like, what are we going to do next kind of thing? Um, So I feel like it worked out for the best for you to just like go back into driving. And now look at you, now you're doing so great.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. And I'm so fortunate for, you know, C4 Energy, they were able to help me. And um, my manager, Chris Young, actually owned, he was the president of Clubhouse, which was that, uh, my previous sponsor. So I feel like without them, I would not be where I am and I'm just so grateful for everyone who's like helped me along the way and who's like recognized my talent and like what I want to do and it's it's been it's been great yeah I love it I
0: love that this is so (laughs) wholesome
1: yeah I know I feel like so like cliche saying that but it's the truth like you know yeah yeah no I totally get it
0: um so 2024 what are you looking forward to?
1: So I'm going to be moving up in the indie ladder, um, to indie next. So I'm so excited. I can't announce yet who I'm gonna be with. We're still working on all that, but I'm moving up, and I'm so excited. Uh, I've been training really hard because that car is really, really physical and really fast. It's the most fun car I've ever driven in my life. Like I'm very excited and I won't be the only female Jamie Chadwick's going to be racing with me so I'm very excited not with me on the team anyway yeah with me in the series so um it'll be it'll be a lot of fun um so that's kind of what we have going on that's
0: amazing thank
1: you that's the best (laughs) news I think I've heard thank possible. you thank
0: you uh i was gonna ask you actually about you know where when do you see yourself going into india next day and you just answered <laughs> the question <laughs> so yeah that is fantastic i love that there's going to be two female drivers in the series i don't remember the last time that that happened i think it probably was a very long time
1: it's ago. so i think i've been the f- last american female in indy next in the past three decades the first american female in the past three wow. decades to run it Danica didn't even run um this Mm -hmm. exact car she ran Atlantics and then up to Indy so someone told me that and I was like that's so crazy like that's we need more women like come on like and so for jamie to also be in it and for there to be two women it's it's really exciting and you know i yeah. respect the hell out of her i she's been super sweet to me i i know i have a lot less experience and she's such a talented driver and i tested at barber a couple weeks ago probably a month ago now and um i was a bit off pace because it was like it was my first full day testing in the car mm-hmm. and barber is one of the most difficult tracks in the u.s and so she was like girl, like, you're all good. I was four seconds off the pace here last year, like, and I was like, I'm like three and a half seconds off the pace when I was running. She's like, don't worry about it. Like, this car is so hard to get used to. Like, she was super, super, like, welcoming and sweet. And I really appreciate that. Because, again, yeah. you never know. She's such like a respectable uh, professional and just such a great driver. And I I look up to her and, you know, so I was like, Really happy to see her being very sweet. Yeah. Oh my
0: god, great. I love that. I can't. I have to have to come to a race now next year.
1: Please come. Yeah, please do. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. And it is a bit uh nerve wracking because I know I'm kind of moving up pretty quickly through the series. And some people, again, a lot of people were probably. I've heard they're like, "Why is she moving up to Indy next? She was only, you know, a top ten driver. She wasn't winning races. She wasn't on the podiums." But like at the end of the day, like. I know I'm quicker than a lot of these drivers. I know I have the talent and I just know I'm going, I'll be fine. And like, I, again, I didn't have the experience that they do and I'm going to just, I'll be fine. I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so. and I even that speaks volumes that, you know, Someone is seeing something in you. That's why you're going to be racing in the next day. So, you know, people who don't believe, like I do, this is again such a cliche, but I really do believe people who are going to hate are just going to hate no matter what.
1: They will. Like like,
0: stayed there, they're going to hate. Even if you went to a different series, they would hate.
1: Yes, I know, and I know certain haters. They're like, okay, she's only getting indie next because she has a lot of followers and she has the sponsorship and this and that. And it's like, okay, but you don't understand, like my parents haven't funded me a dollar since I was 17. I've done everything on my own. I've tried, you know, like I've worked so hard in other aspects Mm -hmm. and I I am working hard in training and everything. So like, it's like, people can say what they want at the end of the day, their parents paid their whole way up in racing and I've had to work. So it's like people can hate all they want, but everyone has their own journey. You know yeah
0: absolutely absolutely and I think that even if someone like makes comments about social following I think it's really smart of you to capitalize on your social following why should you not do that yeah this is it's a like, financial dependent <laughs> sport and like yeah. I mean what else like what else is there so
1: exactly it's it's so financially dependent at the end of the day you're marketing for the team and it's like I yeah. think that's where my business degree came in like it's like I knew mm-hmm. it, it was something I needed to do and so I don't know I'm like let them hate it. it's fine <laughs> 100% yeah. <laughs> I'm with you.
0: I can't wait to see you and Jamie race together I know. next year. I'm, I'm definitely so going to make myself um like I'm going to be there one of the races. Come out,
1: so please. I'll, I'll I'll send you the schedule and yeah, pick a race. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. It will be so fun. Yeah. Um
0: all right, well I think we've reached the section of the podcast I like to call the rapid fire. Um okay. where I'm just going to ask you three like quick questions. Um, and then you just have to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. And because we're so close to the holiday, this one's going to be holiday themed.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number one. Simple. Do you have a favorite holiday
1: tradition? It's funny. It, my favorite holiday tradition is um, just opening. We open all our gifts on Christmas Eve because my it was just something when – My mom was a kid. Um, Her uncle was disabled, actually, and he was really, like, he needed to be able to open all the gifts on Christmas Eve. He couldn't wait. Like, it was too stressful. So, like, my grandma started the tradition that all the gifts that were from, the Santa gifts were on Christmas morning, but all the gifts were open Christmas Eve, and we kind of made Christmas Eve our bigger night. Like, it wasn't really Christmas Day. Like, Christmas Eve was, like, our biggest night, and we'd have all the family over. So, um, I guess that's not really, yeah, it's kind of a tradition just making christmas eve like our tradition and i help my mom cook and and everything so it's kind of
0: that's so cute i, still, I love that that's yeah. so fun because i feel like it is like you know usually for people you sleep early on christmas eve and then you wake up to christmas day but i kind of love this because then that way you also have kind of like two holidays you
1: know? exactly like my parents are divorced now they're still really good friends but like i have to um like i'll spend christmas eve now with my mom because that's the important night for her and then i get to spend christmas day with my yeah. dad so it's like we get the best of both worlds and it's, it's been it's nice yeah
0: oh, i love that <laughs> okay. yeah. all right question number two what's your go-to holiday off-season activity
1: I love skiing. So I'm from Colorado originally. And um, I love snowboarding, skiing, and snowmobiling is probably my favorite, though. Like, again, I was like three years old, and I'd sit on the front of the snowmobile in front of my mom and push her thumb to go faster. Before Yeah, I was literally three years old. And I just have always loved speed and driving snowmobiles. And so yeah, that's probably my favorite activity
0: could not be me. I went skiing for the first time this past year. And I was on the bunny slopes. And even that was could not be me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's so um, last question i love this one what's your favorite holiday movie oh have you seen four
1: christmases with uh reese witherspoon i have not but you're the third person to ask me this question this month really that's so yeah. funny yeah it's such a good movie it's 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 a comedy and i love comedies so i think i think it was made in 2006 so it's like pretty not new but like it's not an old movie yeah but. I yeah, love the so, oldies. I think
0: the oldies are the goodies, honestly. Yeah, but the oldies I'm are
1: confident.
0: good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Weird cute. I'm, I have to watch this movie now. Like, you're literally the third person to tell me to watch this movie. Yeah, you
1: have to watch it. It's so yeah. funny.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I also love Reese With her Response. So yeah, nice.
1: she's my favorite. Legally Blonde is, like, one of my favorite movies of God, all time. Love so. it. So, love that movie.
0: It's, like, honestly, whenever I turn that movie off, like, when I'm done with it, I feel this, like... um secondhand sense of empowerment like I feel like me too. Yes, I'm like right, she's, girly.
1: she's girly she's girly but she's like yes. does what she wants to
0: <laughs> yeah like when she comes in that pink dress in the end in in the courtroom I'm like yes, yeah yeah get it and I'm like yes yeah <laughs> I love it <laughs> hello all right well thank you so much lindsay for joining me on the show this was so fun
1: thank you so much yes thank you for having me this has been amazing thank you. So much. <laughs> and again love what you do it's it's great to you're helping strengthen the community of females in yeah. motorsport so thank you so much
0: and i can't wait to <laughs> yeah. see what you have in store next year all
1: right thank you have a good day bye